if you can come to grips with what you really value, uh, you could you can probably see where those deficiencies lie and where you're spending too much time and where you're not spending enough time. You got to come face to face with what's important to you. You got to come face to face with what you value. Exactly. And you have to be willing to go, okay, if I really value that, then that's where I'm going to put my time. And, I and welcome back to Five Ideas. I'm your host, Joey Nagel, alongside life and leadership coach, Rich Clay. I cannot, you cannot, and we cannot have true success in this life unless we experience success in each of these five categories. Number one, health. Number two, relationships. Number three is money. Number four is faith. And number five is peak performance, which is you becoming the best version of you. I like to sum up the entire five ideas method with this one question. What is the point of money? If I don't have my health to enjoy it and I don't have anyone to share it with, and if in a few short years I just die and nothing happens afterwards. Sounds like a little bit of a depressing show. However, you do have an insanely great purpose on your life, and this show is designed to help you find it and find success in all of the five categories. And today we're focused on the category of peak performance, mm -hmm. and we're drilling down into this topic of workaholism. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. And anytime it's a hall ism, you know, there's a bigger question to ask. Why am I doing what I'm doing? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to start out by telling you how much is too much and how many hours. And, but I will say this, what is your purpose for doing what you're doing? What what do you value in life? I, I spend a lot of time with that. What do you value? And if I can match your time with your values, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I will tell you a story, okay, that really helped me. All right. So years ago, uh, my wife and two sons went away uh, to visit uh, grandma and grandpa, and I was home alone. And I very seldom mess with anything around the house. But I started getting out the uh, photo albums and I was noticing something significant. It was like all these uh, occasions, birthdays and stuff like that. We had all these pictures of the boys, pictures of Lisa, pictures of family members. And I wasn't in any of the pictures. So I just assumed I was the one taking the pictures, <laughs> but I realized that's probably not the case. So mm. when my wife got home, I said, Hey babe, um, we need, you need to take more pictures of me. I said, I've been looking at all of these special days and the boys' lives and everything, and I'm not in, in, in any of those pictures. Why, why didn't you take any of me? I'll never forget what she said. It was like a whoo shot right here. She said, because you weren't there. <laughs> I remember this. Um, oldest was 10. My youngest was five. Boom. Made a life decision right there. No more. I was following in the footsteps of my father. My father was a workaholic, great man, great godly man, but he died when I was 14, and all the things that we thought we were going to do, we never got to do. Mm. I was following down that same path. So I'm not going to tell you how much you should work or not work, but I will, for what happened to me was I decided... I value those two boys that God has given me. I value them more than I value a job. I'm going to start taking time off. I'm going to coach their teams. I'm going to go on camping trips with them. I'm going to engage with them. I'm going to get back in those photo albums. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I mean, that's amazing. I, uh, I think the reason people even maybe lean into workaholism, especially fathers and, and husbands, uh, you know, comparing to your story, might even be because they want their family to have a better life. That might be their why. Absolutely. But they don't even realize that that's not all that valuable to their family. Having money is mm-hmm. not a bad thing, but there are efficient ways to make money and there are inefficient ways to make money. And there are points in your life where if you're just making money to stack it up and that's stealing away. So this category of peak performance, I said something before the show of peak performance. You want to be a peak performer, but if you go beyond peak performance, you're now in this new realm where you might be a hyper, hyper performer, but you can only really perform in one Mm -hmm. area because you're robbing something Mm -hmm. else. Peak performance Mm -hmm. is... It, it's different for everybody, but it's it means you're being the best version of you, but you want to do that in each of the five categories. You don't want to just do that in wealth, which is really what we're talking about today. Yeah. We're, we, we're talking about peak performance. We're also talking about wealth in the form of workaholism because that's what you're working for. You're working mm-hmm. for money so, a lot of times. So most if, times. A, if workaholism, a hallism, when, do, when does it become a hallism? That's a good question. You know, because because that is usually you're usually we're saying that that's an addiction. I think it becomes the aholism when it starts to rob you of other things that you value also. Mm-hmm. When it steals from your other values, and it's overly saturated in one value over another, mm. Mm. and maybe. You have some insight on that. Well, beyond, but so I gave I gave an an example of how my workaholism was affecting my family, but I deal with a lot of clients that their workaholism is affecting their health, hmm. because they're working so hard, they're avoiding, um, they're not dealing with stress management, um, they're not exercising and we just did a podcast on diet eating comfort food so their diet's blown so now they're now they've moved into the unhealthy stage so a holism also typically is an unhealthy it's an unhealthy approach to life mm. it's an over it's kind of an over the top on something that could have been good but mm-hmm. it's going beyond Mm -hmm. and robbing you from the other five Mm -hmm. or the other four categories. The other thing that I've discovered with some very high-level achievers, and high-level achievers have a tendency to lean towards workaholism. Yeah. Okay. Um, But some of them, too, are throwing their lives into work because they don't want to deal with the other four areas Hmm. of their life. They don't they want to deal with a failing relationship. Their their adrenaline rush comes from the success of the job. Then they come home and there's not success and it's like going from the mountaintop of people uh complimenting you, people building you up, you are the man, you've turned this organization around to coming home and knowing you're not you're not in a good place. 
with mm. your significant other, or with your kids. And so they avoid that. So they actually begin to even work more so that they don't have to deal with that. They're going to that place that is giving them that, that rush, that, yeah. uh, gratification. Yeah. And, uh, I know it might sound like a little bit far-fetched, but you can have it all. Yeah, you can. And, and, and I'm going to take you back to, to my decision is, but it, it only comes when you, you got to come face to face with what's important to you. You got to come face to face with what you value. Exactly. And you have to be willing to go, okay, if I really value that, then that's where I'm going to put my time. And I really, I really did value my family and I really did value my, my boys. I've shared a story about how my boys were actually a gift from God. Um, that I know they were a gift from God given to me to replace my the loss of my relationship with my father. Right. So that was very, very spiritual, okay? But I was caught up. I was caught up in the provision. I was caught up in trying to be a success. I was caught up into that and did not realize that it was taking away from the very thing that I really valued. And so if you can if you can come to grips with what you really value, uh, you could you can probably see where those deficiencies lie and where you're spending too much time and where you're not spending enough time. I think that's the key there too is time. It's a finite resource and everybody wants it mm -hmm. from you. Your job wants it. And working's not bad by any means. Working's fantastic. Accomplishing things in this life, um, creating jobs, building wealth for your family. Um, none of that's bad. Even buying stuff that you enjoy just because you want to enjoy it. You're creating jobs by doing that mm -hmm. even. Um, but what we're talking about is not work being bad. We're talking about we're, – we're not even really talking about work. We're talking about you robbing time – from another value that's your value, like your family. Your, I mean, there might be people who want your time that you don't want them to have your time, like telemarketers and, you know, different mm -hmm. things like that. You, but things that you value, like your family, if you married someone, if you have children, that's a value of yours. And like Rich said, sometimes it can be easy to go towards the thing that's easier. And relationships can be challenging. But if you're pouring all your time into one thing over another, I could go the other way. If you're pouring all your time into relationships and you have no money in the bank at all because you're like, I'm just going to do whatever. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. You might also be robbing yourself of that financial freedom too. So you can get into ditches in any one. If you, if you hyper-focus too much on one category in one area, you can get into ditches um, on either end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And this principle of workaholism really isn't about workaholism. It's about what are you robbing because you're working too much. Yeah, and I think because everybody's different and everybody's at a different place in life, one of the things that, that I would suggest is if it is creating a problem, if it is creating a problem with your significant other, if it's creating a problem with you connecting with your kids, if it's creating a problem uh, in your health, then you, you need to evaluate that and then get honest with the people around you mm -hmm. and come to some agreements. Yeah. Like, like I work more than I've ever worked in my life. Um, because my kids are out of the house. 
And my wife is very active and does all kinds of things. And we come together. We have we have time to come together, uh, you know, but I also have more time to do things. So I think it's also good to have agreement points with the people that will that are affected by by your time. Yeah. Thing you're talking about time. Who's affected by my time? Yep, I absolutely agree. And with that, remember what do you value? Where are you spending your time? Don't spend your time too much in one area over another. And really just focus on what do you value and make sure that you're hitting those things and you're getting an agreement with the people whom you're working with, who you're in relationship with, et cetera, et cetera. And we thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Five Ideas. We'll see you very soon. Mm-hmm.